Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They is buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Down. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome into Kentucky Roll Call. Roll game day. Call. It's game day. It's game day. Hear you. Here we go. That's better. I'm in Jacksonville. You're in Jacksonville. Air Bowl is almost underway. Uh, TJ Walker efforting to join us. Yeah, only five hours away from kickoff. It'll be here before you know it. Uh, it always the bowl games feel like they sneak up on me a little bit, Scoots. Mm-hmm. So, after the holiday, but uh, after spending all day yesterday, getting amongst the folks, uh, getting to the pep rally, um, talking to Kentucky fans, seeing a lot of Kentucky fans everywhere, I'm I'm fired up. I'm fired up. This is uh, it's going to be fun, and uh, I think the Cats got a good chance to win. Uh, I just checked on FanDuel this morning. Cats down to plus three and a half underdogs. What it opened at seven and a half. Wow. So. Some late money coming on the Cats. Um, I'm feeling pretty good about the matchup. There's a little bit of – what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's still Clemson, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm still excited. How, how was your day, Mr. Scoots Talker? It was good. Uh, due to your football knowledge, I hit a few bets. Um so thank you for that. I was I was all over the Arizona over and Arizona. I was on Kansas State. Um, so yeah, I was good. I just I rode with Roush yesterday. I had me a good little day. So won, won a couple bets. And Roush, I will have you know, I did end up throwing two dollars and fifty cents on the Detroit Pistons, <laughs> who took the Celtics to overtime and nearly freaking won that game. But the cool thing is is I was able to get the Celtics at plus 150 at halftime when they were down 19. So I made my money back from the Pistons bet. But, man, I was so hopeful that that bet hit so I could just come in here today and be like, Roush, suck it. I know. And I was wondering the whole time we were uh, eating a late dinner and had that game on along with the Alamo Bowl. And I was like, if Scoots Scoots actually did the money line and it hit, there was part of me that wanted – you you to not bet it and then and then it the, and then the Pistons <laughs> win just so you it would it would be worse than me coming in and getting on you for mushing that Western Kentucky bet like I and, and rightfully so yeah so um, but I was right though 
Huh? You are right. Yeah. But they, they will they, win. They'll win their next one. I, I pretty well guarantee it. They're not going to go two straight months without losing or without winning a game. Okay. Next one, guarantee. You got the scoop. Guarantee. guarantee. Yeah. TJ, how was, uh, how was your Thursday? It was great. Good, good Thursday. Uh, getting into bowl season. Hadn't, like I mentioned, hadn't watched a ton of it, but watched plenty yesterday. Uh, watched some of that NFL game as well. Was on the under in that one. So two straight nights I've been crushed on bad under bets that weren't even particularly relatively even close. Uh, but I, like Scoot said, I was on Arizona. That was a nice surprise to wake up to. I know that they were they were down uh, and then was also on Kansas State as well. So at least got to get those bets and I'm excited. It's game day. This is a big blue Friday. We haven't had UK athletics in entirely too long. So excited to get the doubleheader today and just uh, this is a little pregame show action because we're under five hours away from the start of the 2023 Gator Bowl. The uh, the Kansas State game in particular, because I had my own action and then some personal action with a friend, and to have two 50-plus yard touchdowns called back in the fourth quarter, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, they're the better team. What's going on here? This is, this is baloney. We can't let the ACC get away with this. Everyone needs to know they're frauds. And, uh, yeah, fortunately, the Wildcats, uh, a little emo, delivered. I did – Scoots, did you actually stay up for Arizona? Because Heck no. I fell asleep when Oklahoma was rolling. And then I kind of, like, rolled over and I look up and Arizona picks off a pass to beat Oklahoma and seal the win. I'm like, oh, okay, nice. Now, I was like TJ. I woke up this morning very surprised, very happy. I – I barely made it to the halftime of the NFL game last night, although it was pretty good. There was a lot of points, 51 points in the first half of that game. That was fun. Well, it's as fun if you weren't like TJ and, you know, didn't bet the under. Well, I bet – so I did the thing on Spears this week, guys, where I made my I made my spread picks, flipped them all, flipped every single one of them. You at, faded yourself. At the last minute. And I was on Browns minus seven and a half last night. So starting the week off 0 and 1 on a week that I flipped all my picks. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, TJ, it, it, it is. It's, it's, it is a game day. We five hours till kickoff and then 12 hours till tip off. Um, I'm, people forget that there is the, the basketball game afterwards. It actually sets up almost perfectly because if Kentucky does get the win, the celebration scoots on the field takes just a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. And then you, by the time I would get done, it'd be right around tip off, um, which is at seven between the cats and the Illinois state Redbirds, uh, the Antonio Reeves revenge game, um, at 7 PM on the sec network. I'm, I'm low key jealous of you all having the old double header on a random Friday at the end of the year. It's, it's so awesome. I was telling Gil last night, he was like, he was talking about, I, don't, I can't remember if he was talking about the football game or the basketball game, but he was talking about being hyped for one of them today. And I was like, well, what about the other one? And he was like, wait, wait, they play too? And I was like, yeah, y'all have a doubleheader tomorrow. So he got real excited. So it's going to be a good day for him. He's off work. I know he'll be he'll be plugged in watching the Cats all day. Oh, so Great day to be off work. Yeah. Um, Sun Bowl, Notre Dame, Oregon State, that, that could end up being a decent game, even though there are a lot of opt-outs. Um, but the having the nightcap, that's going to be great. And then we get, uh, I believe, the Peach Bowl, too. Um, I, I don't have the site pulled up in front of me because I was pulling up the point spread for Kentucky, Illinois State. Cats are 20-point favorites. Ooh. 20 points. 
It's a lot of points, kids. It is a lot of points. Do, do we think Antonio Reeves goes crazy? I worry he might force the issue. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, it, you're, anytime you play your former team, you just you have all this pressure to to perform and and go nuts and put up a big game against them. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you. I don't I don't know if we see that tonight. Memphis is a ten point dog at home, but they're the road team playing in the Liberty Bowl, which I can't imagine anything worse than going to a bowl game in your home stadium. Like it's got to be convenient. It's in their home but, stadium. Yep, that's awesome. The Liberty Bowl at the Liberty Bowl, but you you want to go somewhere. Like the point of the trip is to be rewarded for it, and they're not. Well, it's funny. Like, you, it's funny you say that. Right along those same lines. Yesterday, you had – I lost this bet, by the way. A SMU lose to Boston College, not in their home stadium, although they probably wish that they got to play at Fenway Park every day. But, yeah, imagine being a Boston College football player. Your team sucks. You play in the worst conference in America. And they're like, hey, guys, you just squeaked by. You barely did enough to get to a crappy bowl game. Do we want to know where we're heading? <laughs> Across the river. <laughs> like it would stink to be like hey we got a bowl game tomorrow uh are you staying at the team hotel no i'm just gonna stay at my house well and i feel worse for smu they're in dallas and they have to go play a bowl game in a cold rainy boston they're they won 11 games they were <laughs> they won they won 11. 11. Well, well they won 11 games and they lost to boston college so i think they got what they deserved they they, they they were like the alternatives they were lobbying to be in the new year six and the playoff committee ranked liberty one spot higher liberty is playing oregon in the fiesta bowl and instead smu has to go play at fenway park and share a sideline with boston college like what a what a miserable bowl game that is but you know what not all of them are miserable. The the bowl game, the crappy bowl games are what you make them, and no better evidence of that than the freaking Pop Tart Bowl yesterday, which stole the hearts of America, which had people just going absolutely bonkers on social media, and we saw a live assassination, eat a eat a devouring, a lot. Torture, uh, pleasure, because he said that's that's what he wanted, or she, or it. I don't know. It's preferred pronouns the, for the pop tarts. Tart's legs were so skinny. Had straw, to be and straw and berry. Have you ever seen? I mean, people get chicken legs all the time. Roush, I've got my legs are. I wish they were a little bigger. Those were skinny legs. <laughs> Did you see the the tweet that like I asked if the pop tart thought it was weird yeah. that it was, was going to get eaten? It was Road Rodge, Roger Sherman. Yeah. And the Pop-Tart's handler said, no, it's a dream come true. And then the Pop-Tart mascot started putting a Pop-Tart in my mouth and making soft mo moaning or groaning. <laughs> Grunting noises. noises. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just imagine this guy eating a Pop-Tart and he's just like, mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Eat that Pop-Tart. Uh, they, oh. they, they put, um, like, they made Pop-Tart dust and put it in a cooler to dump it on the winning head coach. With pop tart dust, like what? That's hilarious. I mean, that is that is that is so good. Like that's a bowl that nobody cares about at all. And even the play on the field, nobody really cared about. I think people, you know, if you made a bet on it, you probably watch. People were just so intrigued by a freaking pop tart. You guys know that I've been on the pop tart train for a little bit now. Never left the pop tart train. A lot of people are saying, "Does this make you all want a pop tart more?" 
Certainly, because um, I've I've been I haven't had many as of late. Um, I, I also, Scoots, I don't know if you saw the actual giant mascot that they ate. It was like um, the pastry the size of a table. Well, so that's what I wanted to ask you all about because I was told that the mascot would be edible, but the mascot just slid down in the slot. I actually just watched it and they put it out the front, but it's clearly not the mascot. It's None not the mascot got. suit. That's the, it's got the same eyeballs. No. It was yeah, it's not. It, it just, no. It sacri- it sacrificed itself to get toasted. No, they tricked us. That guy walked out the side of that building. He he walked nope. out the side of that toaster and was just fine. Nope. And that toaster was huge because it was such a big Pop Tart it had to heat it. Not because that person was changing or getting out. Well, the Pop Tart um, they spit out was smaller than the mascot. Yep. No, you were just you were just stoned. And it didn't have yeah, it, yeah, does it, have, weed. it didn't mm-hmm. have arms in it. No, you oh. were really stoned if you didn't see its arms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like hear its screams when it was getting toasted. <laughs> oh the, the thing too, TJ. Any bull can do this, by the way. Just be dumb and silly. Like it's bull season. That's well, what it's supposed this, to be. Any this, bull can do this. This was the it used to be the cheese it bowl. And if you remember during COVID, they put all the little cheese it heads in the in the stands. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like the that game has turned into be a fun, good game. And I'm just glad that whoever takes over the naming rights has gotten progressively more fun. It used to be the champ sports bowl. Um I think when Wobble played in it, it was the Russell Athletic Bowl. Um, that, it's changed that, name. I've got nothing against Russell Athletic, but they we weren't eating its mascot. No, they they didn't have people running around in underwear, right? Like that. Do you see the Pop Tart smacking the ref's ass? Just out there, all willy bill. Like they, you can get arrested for that sort of stuff. Pop Tart doesn't care. Can you arrest a Pop Tart? Also, I'd much rather have this discussion about Pop Tarts than mayonnaise. Like you know, the Mayo Bowl, they were fun, but I'd much rather debate Pop Tarts with you fellas than yeah. Why do Neil nachos. Why did he look like he was about ready to go down one of those really steep water slides where they're like, all right, put your arms like this. Uh, he looked like also maybe he was getting baptized, although he kind of was getting baptized. In but, but mayonnaise. Yeah. Uh, or he just looked like a deceased body in a casket. Uh, I don't know if they told like, I guess he did that to make sure the mayo didn't get down the front of his shirt, but like, Got some bad news about your shirt, Neil Brown. Well, uh, maybe it was one of those things too, where uh, yeah, I don't know. They've I, got I really to. Don't. They've got to do the mayo bath for the losing head coach. Like, there's, <laughs> I mean, there's just no other way around it. And I know that like everybody's thinking to themselves, there's no way the losing coach would ever go for that. They have to put it in the contract or something. Or like let the Mayo Bowl put like $100,000 towards charity and be like, hey, losing coach, we're going to come to you. We know you're going to be ticked off. We've got to put this Mayo on your head. I'm sorry. That would be so great because you look so sad when you're getting Mayo pulled on you anyways. Like you don't look happy. Neil Brown looked miserable. All the coaches always look pretty – like I guess Shane Beamer looked weird, but he always looks weird, so that's nothing really new there. Uh, but, yeah, you got to make that for the losing coach. And then, I don't know, the Gator Bowl has a little tradition to it, so I don't know how crazy or wacky you could be. But did you know in the Holiday Bowl that Lincoln Riley had eggnog poured on him after the game? I did, and our website that we use for pictures um, for KSR, you get like a few featured images before you do your search that are like recent. And the eggnog still that somebody got of him, I just, I, I, it defied the laws of physics, gravity. It's just like, ooh, I mean, it, it looked 
it it looked like a lot, a, a lot of eggnog. All just, that time and what you come up with is a lot. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't know how to do the words I wanted to use. Probably aren't appropriate. Um, oh, it, poop time. It was a lot. It was a lot. And there's also a phrase that people use now online that I just hate. It's it's disgusting, and I, I don't like it. But whenever it? You, whenever you are over talking, instead of like you're looking through blue glasses or something like that, they'll say that you're glazing them, and that's just disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. Scoots, uh, I'm gonna throw it to you now. What would you? <laughs> what would you? One out of ten? Do you think the UK fan excitement level is for the bowl game? I was gonna go to Roush first on that, see what his number is. I'd give you my number. And then just let you say what you thought just based on the text line and social media and stuff like that. Where do you think UK fans are from an excitement level for today's Gator Bowl? I would say probably around a six. Okay. I, I could be way off on that. I just, I don't know. I just, I feel like maybe it, it's probably a little higher for basketball if I had to guess. Maybe like a seven, seven and a half. For basketball, but I think on the day as a whole, it would be closer to an eight or a nine. I mean, it's pretty awesome. I was telling Roush before you got on, it's the the fact that you all are getting a doubleheader on one of the last days of 2023 on a random Friday. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, I, I honestly pretty much agree with all your numbers, except I think UK fans probably would put basketball at like a six two. Um, maybe a little, maybe the football game at us, maybe you flip those two numbers, but besides that, I think you're, you're right around it. Um, overall excitement, football excitement, basketball excitement. I think you're within a point either way, one way or another. And I, I'm probably at about a six, I'm now I'm at a seven for the bowl game today. Um, I think a little part of it, Roush is like, again, we mentioned this yesterday, but people have to work. I know a few folks doing some stuff for the game today, but my friend group, this will be the first year that we haven't had like a big get together for UK's bowl game since this run, really, for Mark Soup's run. Uh, and that's that's disappointing. I think the time is playing a factor in all this. Um, but yeah, I think those numbers from Scoots were pretty fair. I'm at a seven for the bowl game today. I've definitely been more excited for UK football bowl games, but admittedly, I have been less excited. And I think as the next four and a half hours tick on, I'm going to uh, – the juices are going to get flowing. Yeah, and, it, and a lot of it is dependent on the opponent, right? They're playing Clemson, you know, and opt-outs aside, that logo still matters. You're going to see Dabo on the sideline, and it's gonna, he's going to irritate you. It just It's what he does in those khakis. Um, so, you know, I'm, I, I, I was going to put my number at eight. Okay. Uh, but I'm also down here and just saw, you know, hundreds of fans. And sure. it was – the thing that was at the pep rally, like I anticipated a low turnout because the weather's been bad. I mean, it's 50s here and it was off and on, like mist and raining all day. It's not supposed to rain today, but it's it's going to be in the 50s. It's going to be, you know, chilly. Um, but for the most part, um, I've heard nothing but excitement. And, and you know, a, a lot of it, I mean, I'm more into the, the football community, you know, where I, I know my road trip regulars, right, who are always going to make the trip sort of deal. And I, I, you know, I'm, I think folks are, are fired up here. And I am too if Kentucky can like, – which teams are going to show up? And we had the press conference yesterday with Mark Stoops, with Dabo Swinney, 
And the one thing I'll give Supes credit, um, and I, I think it's really just the biggest deciding factor in this game, how much are these guys up for it? How much are they ready for it? And I did not expect that performance at Louisville. You know, you, you all heard me, TJ, you were giving me hell because you knew what kind of team that Kentucky was playing. But I, it was more based on what I had seen from Kentucky to that point this year, right? Like they, they did not show up in big moments until that Louisville game. Stoops got him fired up for it. Um, and part of that is because there, there's a trophy on the line for that game. And there's a trophy on the line for this game. And I, I think he's going to have this team up for it. Now you just need Devin Leary to execute. And I, I think ultimately that's what this game is going to come down to is does he execute, does he make some big throws in crunch time in the fourth quarter to, to put Kentucky over the top? Sports talkers, internet, Pinky. not cooperating with Yeah, I think he froze. Yeah. I, I, Roush, I was going to ask you all when we were talking Mayo Bowl, how hard is that to clean up? <laughs> like, wh- what are they doing to get that off the field after? Just water. It'll eventually go away. Hmm. It was kind of cool. We were seeing them uh, paint the field yesterday, um, which y- you'd always think it would be something a little bit more complex. They're just like, no, they just got the can out there. Just You going to get in the pool today? Oh, I wish. <laughs> We're in jeans. And I guess jeans in a pool, is that's pretty Duval, right? Yeah, for sure. But the way they stick to your legs and... You, yeah. you, it's funny you mentioned it's fit, only been 50 degrees down there. I bet you've seen your fair share of winter coats. Oh, lots of them. And hell, even me, like, I don't know. Like, it, it, I feel kind of like a baby, but hell, I could see my breath last night when we were going out to get dinner, you know? And you're like, gosh, I thought we were, thought we were in Florida. That was always Which, the best, living in Jacksonville, when it got down to 50 – even like 60 degrees, it gets down to 60, yeah. people freak out, break out their winter coats, hats, gloves. Well, when you're not used to it, you know, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. It's funny, uh, talking with Pete yesterday, he was like, man, when I was younger, I used to think if you were going to Florida, it was like going to another country, you know, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, how exotic. Um, yes, we are in the exotic land of Duval, where at noon... The action gets underway on ESPN. We're going to take our first break, recalibrate, recoordinate, get the sports talker back, ready to rock and roll. This is Kentucky Roll Call and the Big X Sports Radio. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call. Live here in Jacksonville. Cats and the Tigers. Right around the corner. Just like your neighborhood thorns, it's right around the corner. There's 32,782 locations across Kentucky. So go stop by one today. Download the Refreshing Awards app before you go. Fuel up with some warm Thornton's coffee. Eat yourself a breakfast sandwich. 
and get your big blue day started the right way with Thornton's and Texan. Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. That's the number. You text it in. We read it on the show. We'll get to some grab-and-go texters momentarily. Actually, Scoots, you got any even pulled up? Uh, yeah, I've got it pulled up. You want to read them? Yeah. Yeah. All right. well, why don't you read one or two for us? Let's go. Uh, good morning, KRC crew. Feels like a heck of a day for the Cats to win twice. I am feeling insane games from JJ and Rob for no reason other than vibes. Roll call. Go Cats. Woo! Sack. I like um, I like the vibes selection with JJ. Um, he said yesterday when it was our first time going to talk to him since he announced that he is um, returning for another year, and essentially in his way, he said, "Listen, I I got to get I had to get my head right. I didn't really have my head right at all this year, and I didn't play as well as I could have. And so to have that opportunity to come back." Get his head right, play well, perform well. Um, you know, it's 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 a not too many college athletes have that luxury, right? To just get that extra year um, to be able to reach a point where they want to. Because the way that hell, Brad White was like crying after the Governor's Cup, how much he loves JJ and how proud he was of him, and he's just sad he won't get to coach him again. I don't think um, anybody anticipated it. But J.J. said when he was kind of struggling throughout the year, he he had it in his mind, like, you know, if I need to, can come back for another year, and it, it won't be seen as failure. So he's one of those scoots that has always had – he hasn't been shy to talk about how his mental health has impacted him. Um, he – I mean, his father died and, and was murdered and – Blew his knee out within like six months. So he had to, he's been through a lot. Um, and I, I think most importantly here in this case too, why it is so significant is even though he isn't the, as articulated as like a Josh Pascal might be, he is well-respected in that locker room. And he's a quality football player. You know, we, we want more from him in the pass rush. I don't think you're going to get that, but you got a really consistent presence in the run game and Kentucky's going to have one of the best defenses run defenses in college football next year. Jamin Dumas Johnson, middle linebacker with DJ Jackson, Dion Walker, JJ Weaver, like good luck running against that team. <laughs> so uh, it, it, it would be nice if he did have a big day today. And even though uh, we always joke about with TJ, um, you get artificial momentum with these late season wins going into the off season, but to to be able to stack up some wins and create a little bit of havoc that that would that would feel significant. That would feel significant. So yeah. hopefully JJ can create some momentum. Hopefully some of these receivers can create some momentum, um, and get give the Big Blue Nation some more good vibes going in to this off season. Oh, I'm I'm enjoying this, TJ. Um, I know you're got to be frustrated with your internet right now, and I'm. I appreciate the great links you're going to to get on with us this morning. Listen, it, it's Gator Bowl game, baby. The Cats won't play football again for uh, over nine months. Uh, I've been excited for this radio show today, and I'm not going to let some poopy internet at the house slow me down. So I'm on my hands-free device in the car. It probably does not sound good, and I apologize for that. 
I'm going to be in the studio in like uh, five or six minutes driving safely. It is raining. Uh, there is it's like a, I wouldn't say a wintry mix, but probably not far from it. It may actually be. So take your time out there and make sure you do have the nice hands-free devices that was gifted to me by my wife. Uh, oh, well, I mean, everybody's, everybody, everybody's got Bluetooth. Um, but oh, this is one of those little, this is one of those little things that you can put the your phone on, which is always kind of cool. So, uh, anyways, I apologize for the technical difficulties. I'm going to be in studio with Scoots here in no time, and we're going to have a good time watching the Cats beat down the Tigers in Jacksonville. And I do love that Roush, you like made all these great points about the game today, Mark Stoops, the excitement level. I had like six things that I was going to counter. I agreed with most of what you were saying. And then my internet messes up and Scoots follows it up. Again, granted, he is on the spot, but he follows it up with, hey, how long do you think it takes to clean up that mayo? (laughs) I didn't know where else to go, TJ. (laughs) And, Roush, I totally agree that if I was down there, I definitely would be – I'd be at a 10 out of 10. I'd already be up, uh, ready to, to rock and roll. I, I am bummed that the weather down there isn't great for UK fans, but, hey, I promise you, it's still better than the weather back home, so you at least have that for the for the Cats fans listening to us down in Jacksonville. And if you wanted me to get hot takey, I kind of could, like with Mark Stoops, but you need to win this game because this really will change the way we will look at this season. Um in and maybe maybe in a big degree, if you win this game, Roush, I don't think it's impossible you are ranked in the top twenty five. Do you disagree with that? Uh you probably are. I mean it would be like twenty fifth ish, you know, uh in that range. But I'm I'm kind of with you where this season was undoubtedly a failure until you beat Louisville. And then now if you if you beat Clemson, like you can't argue against that being a good season. You beat Louisville and Clemson and take down Florida. Be three top 25 wins, eight wins. That's a good year. Now, if you don't, then there's like a – more fans are left wanting more, right? Like um, I, I think ninety per 85 to 90% of fans with a win over Clemson would say this was a good season, a good season. If you lose this, that probably is like 40-60 where it's it's about split on if they think it's good or not. And for the most part, people are going to say, eh, they, they, left, they left too many wins out there on the table. Um, and I, I know it's Clemson, I know it's a brand, but hell, half their defense was out. So, like, yeah, this is this is big. And the way Stoops has talked about it, too, like he's not shying away from that fact either, TJ. And I, and I like that about him, and you are right, when there's a trophy on the line and there's a even like an SEC pride angle on the line, he, he takes it to heart. He always has. Uh, I've appreciated it about him. But if you want to throw another caveat into the whole thing, not just how we remember this season and maybe it finishes ranked in the top 25, which anytime UK finishes ranked in football in our lifetime, Roush, that's, that's not – that's not nothing. And also there's like, a, I think there's SEC fatigue at the back end of the top 25. And, and we know that UK is just better than some of the teams ranked ahead of them that, that piled up wins against weaker conferences. But with that, with Stoops appreciating and taking these games to heart, you can also throw in another wrinkle 
of, hey, he, he nearly left or maybe agreed to a deal or didn't agree to a deal, whatever, however way you look at it, and show us that you're, you're all in, that you're totally invested, that, you know, the last month of football since you recommitted to Kentucky, that you've been doing nothing but working to get another victory and another trophy in the, in the football facility. Uh, because I, I do think there, that was the conversation after the, the Texas A&M back and forth was how invested is he going to be at UK? Maybe it would have been nice to get somebody in here who's going to be hungrier. Has he, has he felt like he's kind of plateaued at UK a little bit? Well, we all hope not. That's not what we're all looking for. We want this to continue to keep growing. And this could be a step in the right direction just to show that, like, he's all in. Have a good coaching game today, Mark Soup. Obviously, I think he always strives for that. But, but go out there and prove it. Let's get a win. Let's make today a really fun Friday, a memorable U.K. Athletics Day to end 2023. Well, and, and another part, too, is, I mean, it, it hasn't been just talked about a lot. But if they do go out and lay an egg, that the AM job will be a talking point, right? Like that <laughs> winning's a good way to make sure that people aren't discussing that. And they're 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 only mentioning the good because you're you're beating up on a, a a proud program. Which, you know, Kentucky's do. They're two and one or one and two, excuse me. They gotta they gotta even this up in, in this postseason rivalry with the Tigers. Um I mean a little, little heartbreak sprinkled in there too in that first meeting of the Peach Bowl. So Cassie get it right. What? In the series in the postseason. Is there still, like, why is the Texas A&M job still a thing? It's, I mean, it's been filled, or is it just fear that Stoops can leave and take another job? No, no, it's more of like, why would you even talk to them? You're our coach. Got it. Why would you do that? Don't don't leave us. Wait, I don't know. I, I, think, I think people understand him talking, or at least hearing out what A&M has to say. I mean, listen, Jimbo's kids, kids, kids should be set for life, assuming uh, that – their money is taken is well taken care of, and that's all thanks to Texas A&M. You're talking about generations and generations and generations that uh, could be, even if you just do a bad job, even if you don't really do what you're supposed to do. Nobody really blames him, I think, for talking to A&M. It was more of like, do you, are, are you happy here? Like, are you? Where else are you looking for? Do you do you want out that badly? How long have you been thinking about leaving? Have you been doing a good job recruiting, or have you thought maybe that you were going to go somewhere else after the season? I think it's just the commitment to Kentucky part, Scoots, that that, that kind of has people maybe a little worried. But he's all in now. You know, I don't I don't think he'd be the type of dude to go take another job this off season. Uh, it, I don't know. Maybe he would. I I, I don't think that that's going to be an issue. I'm like two percent concerned about that, uh, if anything. But it's more of just like, is he? You know, is he all in? Is he he all in, and is he still hungry for more? You care to kind of feel like he's reached the ceiling too? Because the 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 hardcore message board Kentucky football fan saw him make only one move on his well one change on his staff and said, "Well, he's content being a seven and five coach." Exactly. You know, like so. Yeah, there's there's some um, there's a little bit of that that out there, Um, but like I said, winning would go a long way to cure all ills um, and getting things right this offseason. And, you know, there's there's a lot of talking points we can get to, but one in particular that I think is going to soak up all of the oxygen is just going to be that wide receiver room and a strong performance today. I mean, the the, the play we saw from the receivers in the Louisville game, like that's, that's what we expected this year, right, TJ? So, like, 
if we get that again, and I, th- I think we kind of need to too, because getting Jamori Macklin, that's no guarantee that he's not going to take some snaps and some receptions from some of these guys out there, right? Like, dude's a stud. They're still recruiting some other guys who are out there in the portal. So um, it, it would go a long way. Although I did find it interesting, the receivers coach, Dakiel Shorts, he did, he did not make the trip um, down to the game. But um, look, it was, he was like, I think they just told him to move because there's no other time to do it. But, uh, yeah, he, he actually did not make the trip down there for this game. Are all the receivers healthy going in? Uh, yes. They're all yes. going to play? The only one that – the only players that are out. Uh, Jeremy Flax had an issue, which I don't really know what that means. And then uh, Kenneth Horsey had surgery. Um, but aside from that, every, everybody is expected to play. That's yeah, the issue part. The issue part was was interesting. They didn't. He didn't really go into detail there. No, no, no. As the high and lemon. Yeah, it's like is it the um, is it the injury? Is it uh, sickness? Is it didn't get the grades? Like you know, you never know. Another Thornton's. Oh, there's another one. <laughs> Why don't you take a grab and go text her while I grab and go past the Thornton's? Oh, and there's a catch fan. I got you here. Texter says, a six? Come on, Scooter Dingus. Let's go slay some taxes. Oh, man. The fact that they have an actual mascot who's a knight and he has a sword to slay taxes, um, that guy's awesome. That guy's awesome. He was, or he, she, whoever, was very taken aback when I started doing, like, kung fu and was like, yeah, let's (laughs) slay some taxes. And I tried to like sword fight with them, and they were just like, "Buddy, it's been a long day. I'm I'm ready to go take a nap. Like, <laughs> let me let me get out of this suit." Uh, can you uh, but, tell us about you stealing the trophy? Yeah, yes, I can. Uh, the tax lawyer did also knight Josh Caddis, which I thought was very funny. Um, but yeah, we were down. They had the, the <laughs> at the pep rally. Um, you could get your picture taken with the Gator Bowl trophy, and I was looking around. I was like. Is there, is there nobody watching this? And I realized that the guy who was assigned to be the chaperone and kind of keep the thing organized and keep everybody in line was, uh, who was, he, he, he was just taking pictures for people, right? Like he wasn't, he was just grabbing phones, taking pictures of them with him. So while he was getting, taking somebody else's phone, I just walked up and I grabbed the trophy and I was like, I'll, I'll see you later. And just kind of walked off and he, he looked at me and kind of gave me a, a real funny buddy, but like, don't, don't make me actually do anything. Here. <laughs> I don't want to, don't, don't, don't make me chase you down or have to, because I, I think in his mind, he, he's probably had people mess with the trophy, but nobody's probably ever had to actually steal the trophy. Right, like nobody's going. So in his mind, I don't think he had a contingency plan worked out other than just put it back, just just do it, because I just please do it. I I don't know what the alternative is. <laughs> it was funny too because it was even just a woman in line who was like, "No, not yet," and I love that she said "not yet" because cats are taking it home tomorrow or today. Today it was tomorrow was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hey, TJ. Can you hear me? You look good. I can hear you. I'm I'm safely in the studio now. 
Uh, you made it. Welcome. A way to turn down the headset volumes in the studio. You just unplug them. Yeah. 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 I I turned it down a little for you. Let me know if that helps. They are loud. It wasn't a huge deal. Oh, my gosh. It's so loud. When I was over there yesterday listening to trivia with Corey Price, man, I was like, how do I get these things lower? It almost blasted my ears off. You can definitely tell that John Spears uses those bad boys. (laughs) Which, by the way, Scoots, you said you had your Spears picks. Has he done any shows this week? Uh, yeah, Wednesday and Thursday. He's off today. Yeah. They're they're heading wow. to West Virginia. It's a full week. North Carolina. They're going to North Carolina. So North Carolina, come on and raise up. All right. Sorry about that, everybody. All settled in now. Hopefully, sound halfway decent enough. I did yeah. like the other sound. It reminded me of like old school AM radio. You kind of pop in and crack one. Love that. The 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 car sound. Yeah. 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 Not not ideal, um, but yeah, the the, hey. ro- the roadways not not great. My car made the little beeping noise to be like, "Hey, the roads are icy or wintry wintry mix." So be careful, everybody out there driving. Make sure you pop into a Thornton's. Did y'all do the Thornton's read? We did, we did, oh, but okay. still Good. go to Thornton's. It was crazy every corner. Like, oh, there's a Thornton's. There's a, a Thornton's. My favorite was on Bargetown Road, and what is it? Bargetown and Goldsmith. Like right there, right when you get off the water sin, but you're heading towards Butchel. At one point, there was a Thornton's on three of the four corners. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Right there um, on your way to, what school is that? St. Martha? Uh, Pius or whatever it is now. Yeah, Seneca High School. That way. Seneca yeah. High School, yeah. Because uh, there was two right across the road, and that was always funny. And then in the meantime, they were constructing a third, and then it opened, and there was three. And then they tore down the other one, and that's why they were building the new. Do you remember that uh, the Holiday Inn that was there? Um, nothing chilling at the Holiday Inn. Uh, not, not I think so, but not specifically. It was huge. It was like a big hotel, and it had like a, a walkway across that creek that runs around there. And then they had like a second annex hotel portion part. Uh, but one time I had a birthday party there. They they had a they had an indoor swimming pool, so we all kind of went bonkers in the pool. For for a for a party, March birthdays you can't really do an outdoor pool party. So you sure? Well, maybe maybe if it's a, a hot tub or something. I wonder if Trevor Kelsey still uses his big inflatable hot tub. No shot, no shot. Yeah, zero percent. It takes effort to set up. He's not doing that. He probably did something wrong when he was taking it down to winterize it, and he's just never going to get it fixed. You know? Yeah. You know, I've appraised a bunch of houses and I've I've seen them all from like one to ten in the messiness to cleanliness scale. I've always wondered where his would fall in. Hmm. Like I've seen Ooh. houses that are just brand new construction, like they're literally just the the last nail or the last sweep of the dust on the floor, the bow on that front door. The house is ready for the new homeowners. And then I've seen where it's like, hey, buddy, here's some. Here's a hairnet so you don't get the bed bugs. Yeah, I mean, but you've 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 been in Trevor's house, so what, what do you rate it? Well, I've only been in like the living room, and I I don't know if I've ever walked back into his room. I've walked back oh. in that hallway to like where I know his room is, um, but I don't think I've ever actually been in his room. The indications of the living room would seem to think we'd be we'd be below a five potentially i, I don't I'd have to see the whole place i, I it don't could have been just a bad day for the living room i mean there was like 16 animals running around aside from the just 
like inch and a half of dust in his like TV game room. I think it's pretty clean. I okay, think, see, I think they do I'm a saying. nice job. That, yeah, that's why I'm not. That's why I'm, I can't really judge it just based off that one room. Uh, I do know that like I've been in houses though that have like smoke film on the wall. Mm-hmm. I his bedroom or game room would have to have that. He smokes inside. Inches well, it, of it. it. It's like a wood wood paneling walling, so it's hard to see if that is the case. <laughs> oh man, we got the old wood panel walling. Okay, yeah. that's always fun too. Uh, all right. Anyways, it's Gator Bowl game day, and the Cats take on Illinois State. I'm excited for both of them. Uh, again, I, I just am like over. I, I think that Roush. You know how people see De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk and like Bam in the NBA. And they're like, man, that team was fun. I, I miss those guys. We'll be doing that with these guys sooner rather than later. So like every basketball game's a treat and it's sadly like one fewer that you get. And that doesn't mean that they're a lock to win the national championship or even necessarily a lock to make a run in the NCAA tournament. I, I think the St. Peter's game really kind of humbled me at least to think that like, hey, upsets can happen even to Calipari teams even to, to 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 UK teams in the first round. But this is a really fun group. They're going to provide a lot of fun moments. They already have. So anytime getting to see them play is a good time. And it's just been too long. Eight days is too long. And then we get another eight days, which stinks as well. Uh, but I, I, I think everybody's back. Do you think we ever see Big Z again? I don't know. His social media hasn't given us any clues. So... And we didn't receive any news either while he was gone as far as the NCAA goes. So I'm, I'm afeard that uh, it's just not going to happen. And it, he seemed like a fun guy too. And in any other sort of uh, – you've had so many like, will they or won't they play? He seemed like the most likable of them all and the most eager to play. I don't, I've always been hesitant on how effective he would actually be. But I just – I get the sense that it's just n- – it's not meant to be. It's not going to happen. Yeah, no, that's um, it, like going home for the holidays is different when you live in Detroit or the Philadelphia area versus uh, what? Where is he from? Croatia. Croatia. Yeah, yeah. Croatia. Then Croatia. Like Croatian sensation. And you had the rumors that he was going to go home and not come back. And I always kind of took that as like, oh, they're just probably trying to put some pressure on the NCAA. And it's so funny. If it's any other player at any other school, every national media member just cries to high heaven, oh, this isn't right, this isn't right. Oh, but it's it's a Calipari player? Crickets. Nobody cares. Nobody says anything. And if I'm wrong and somebody did out there, then then we'll we'll give them props for it. But I, I couldn't remember one or I didn't see one. So I don't know if he comes back or doesn't come back. But one thing that never made sense to me, Roush and Scoots, I know we got to go to a break here soon. I'll try to be brief. Is that like this idea of, well, he's just going to go home and train for the train for the NBA there. Wouldn't it be better just to stay in Lexington and go against like maybe one of the premier shot blockers in college basketball and you're going to Kingsley? Uh, we'd have to see that. Or go against Bradshaw, who's probably going to be a lottery pick and potentially maybe top five. Wouldn't that be better for his long-term investment? And again, I get it. If he's like never going to be cleared or the NCAA says you're not eligible, then you have no other choice. But I figured he'd want to stay around just to improve in Lexington. And he seems like a good teammate and he seems like he's having fun. But I don't know. Easy for me to say I'm not yeah, halfway around the country. Also, does he want to keep world. eating the food and getting sickness? 
You know? He's got to get adapted. We got to get him to Indies. Indies, he eats that. He'll be taken care of. All right, hour two, Kentucky roll call. No more technical difficulties. We'll be back. Cats play football, basketball. We've got the Thornton's text line. We're excited about all of it. Don't go anywhere. About a dream, then it ain't about me. Go a couple full weeks without a good night's sleep. Imagination, making musical creation, a journey that I'm facing, plus the paper that I'm chasing got me crazy after fainting with the lanes of the you hating, but the over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Roll Call. On FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Thanks for listening. Big Friday. We're excited to have you. Going to be a lot of fun. We need to get to the Thornton's text line. I do want to remind you about our friends at Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com. They're the place that if you just want another pair of your sunglasses, play, pay a small processing fee, boom, they'll send you the order again. So when you're buying one, you're, you can really buy two. It's their lost, stolen protection promise, but they don't ask questions if, if we're all just being honest with one another. So promo code big X, 40% off. And just remember, you can buy in confidence. Also, 30-day money-back guarantee at no cost to you. If you don't like them, you can send them right back. No issues there. ShadyRays.com, they're a good friend of Kentucky Roll Call, so we like them, and hopefully you do too. If you warn them, you know that you do. So uh, if you haven't, it's about time you find out what they're all about. It's a, it's a Shady Rays day down here in Jack's. going to be sunny, but it is going to be chilly in the 50s. And uh, – Actually, was getting a cup of coffee in between breaks, and there was an older woman in a UK sweater. She's like, "Oh, you know, you just wear layers. It's it's football weather." And I was like, "Yes, that's the energy I need right now." <laughs> Attacking this day, gonna go get a big dub. Let's do it. Let's Roush is back in his hotel room, no longer in the festive lobby of the Holiday Inn Express. Yes. Um, it was festive down wherever they had the thing at the pavilion or whatever. They had a bunch of different Christmas lights set up. Always, I appreciate people who get festive in non-festive places. It, I mean, it was just, it was funny seeing snowflake lights in Florida. I mean, it is this, <laughs> you know, it's kind of amusing. They celebrate Christmas too, Ralph. Do they though? They do. I can confirm. Do they? Yep. Um, Speaking of celebrations, uh, New Year's is coming up, TJ. You're going to be uh, – Scoots, uh, how many of us will be awake for the ball dropping? My odds are not good, although I was telling TJ during the break I might hit up a New Year's Eve party with John Spears. So if that's the case, then I'll be awake at midnight. But if, if I don't end up attending that with him, then no shot I see the ball drop. I think that's funny that they're going to hang out with one another. Scoots apparently said, but don't expect a kiss at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh, good stuff. Text on into the Thornton's text line. Let's get to these grab and go textures. Did you all read the Plumley Bro 2 one? Um, we Plumley Bro 2. I don't see it. Oh, uh, yes. No. No, we didn't. Nope. He says crystal ball pick for BJ to Duke. Not even trolling, but I think it would be of Cal's best interest to not recruit anyone Duke is prioritizing would save the school plenty of time, money, and resources. Thoughts? Yeah, yeah you're, of, you're a loser, Plumley, bro. Like, you're because, such a loser. Because a Maryland insider would put a crystal ball confidence of six for VJ Edgecombe. But, Roush, he's not even trolling. Not even trolling. Not even. Yeah, a Maryland insider, the kids from Long Island. Um, like, what? And, and that's the thing. Um, I, I spoke to some people about this recruitment. Uh, yesterday, actually, and they were like, nobody knows where he's going. Every school thinks that every school feels good about it. Like it's it's pretty unknown right now. So if you're gonna let one crystal ball pick make you think he's on a Duke, well, I mean that's that's your own problem. You're you're doing that to yourself. Yeah, I'll I'll say credit to the uh, UK insiders. They're not really they're not trying to like plant their flag in the ground and want any one sort of way or, and they're not trying to cover their bases on, on all sorts of ways. They're, they're all kind of saying the same is that like, eh, I don't know. I'm not really a hundred percent sure. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you don't know, you don't know. Uh, so that's, that's good to see. Uh, I do think UK needs to get them. If not, I, one thing I disagreed with Sachs long text yesterday was that like, I don't think going after and just going and getting like the baddest transfer in the portal is ever a terrible strategy. You know, as long as right. he's a, a good fit in the locker room, which I think majority of the times they're fine. You Every so often you may get a, a knucklehead, but um, I, I don't think the, I think the portal can be to UK's advantage. I, I know that UK's best teams, I don't know, do any of them have like a transfer portal guy? No, but that's, it's also been a it's little new. while since UK's had an NCAA tournament run. So I don't yeah, know. It's like it's three years old. And yeah. you got a national player of the year out of it. Um, I would say, and, and Oscar wasn't even considered the best player in the portal. Um, I, I'm not going to. Top pull, 30. Yeah, I'm not going to pull up player portal rankings, but I thought Dalton Connect was one of the better ones. And he's like third in the SEC in scoring right now, 15.7 points per game. So you, 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 you can do all right by getting the best player in the portal or one of the five best. Yeah. Uh, Texter says, good morning, KRC crew. Feels like a heck of a day for the Cats to win. Did you all read? Have you all read any? That one we read. We we did not read the $20 for Rouse to do a cannonball in the Jag Stadium Pool of Glory. <laughs> oh, I don't even see that one. I, I was just going through the, the – Pool of Glory is a very funny way to put it. Um <laughs> So John will be next, TJ. Then we're done with grabbing ghosts. No, oh, I'm so confused. Oh, okay. I see where you're at. Okay, gotcha. John here. Good game day morning, everyone. Wow. Two times the action for our cats. I'm not sure about this bowl game for our football cats, so I would just cross my fingers and I hope we win. You already know the basketball cats will win. Hey, guys, have a great New Year celebration. Be safe. And could you please give me a good parlay to make some cash to add to the banana stand? Well, got to go. Cat, you later. I've got nothing. I've got nothing in terms of parlays, John. Sorry. I think yeah, we were always are waiting sucker for, bets. 
I think we were just waiting for one of us to to have something good, and unfortunately, nobody, nobody does. Do you know uh, you know the secret, John? Follow Roush on Twitter and trail his bowl picks. That because that's been pretty lucrative here this this bowl season. No, I don't really tweet him out though. Yeah, you don't. You know? Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. You you did the first that first big bowl day you tweeted him out, and then yeah, you really haven't since. It was because I tweeted out the West Virginia, the Western Kentucky one um, that just. Mush. That's really my. I mean, I've had a couple other losses, but only a few. Only a few. I do need to. Um, uh, we've got some uh, sponsorship obligations that's going to force me to tweet out a graphic tomorrow, I believe. So I'll at least have some then. <laughs> well, that, that, uh, you sound real confident. I don't, you know. Here's what I did, John. Here's the same game parlay that I did for the. For the cats at plus eight fifty, so I think obtainable. Roush, you tell me which one of these isn't hidden, okay? Scoots, okay. just stay quiet. I don't want you to jinx this or put some hex on it or any sort of voodoo. Who's your voodoo that you've got that you do do? I'm just kidding, buddy. I'll value your input all the same. Okay, Devin Leary over passing touchdowns one and a half. Do we like it? Do we like it? Yes, yes. If Kentucky's going to score, they're going to win. He has to throw for two touchdowns. I agree with that. Devin Leary plus 200 passing yards. I think he should be able to get that. He should, but I've been – the passing yards ones have been bad for me this year. Scoots was shaking his head. If, if he doesn't throw for over 200 yards, I don't think UK has a chance because I don't think UK's running. If UK's going to have some success offensively, it's going to have to be with some throws. And I bet UK hits a big one too. Ray Davis is playing, right? Yeah, but Roush, what was up with the boot thing? Can you address that? Yeah, people wear boots all the time. I would take his under yards, though, no matter what. Um, he's not going to be a bell cow in this game. It's just I, I, I did take his his under yards, um, yeah. but not in the same game parlay because I couldn't freaking find it. It's and on right, FanDuel at fifty eight and a half. Yeah, that's where I did it. I bet that on FanDuel, but this is on this parlay is on DraftKings. Okay. Um, so we've got Devin Leary over one and a half touchdown passes, him throwing for 200 yards. I've got Dane Key plus 60 receiving yards. I think he's the one to have the big, the big long throw. I think they're going to go to Dane a lot. Like that one. Okay. Scoots, you, you already hate this, but do you like that one at least? Um, I don't hate it. I don't love it. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence with that one. Depends how many drops he has. I was able to find this on DraftKings under Phil Phil Maffa. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Rushing yards, eighty-two and a half. Who the heck is that? Uh, he's their either their first or second leading rusher. Their two tailbacks, Maffa and Shipley, have combined for sixteen hundred yards and fourteen touchdowns. They both average more than five yards a carry. And I, um, I think Shipley's going to be more of our concern. Why do I think that? Just watching Clemson, he just seems like somebody that gives better defenses more trouble. Do the stats back that up? I sure as heck don't know, Roush, but that's just my opinion on that. So I think 82 and a half rushing yards is a lot. If he gets over that, that's probably pretty bad news for the Cats. And, and again, I think similar to UK, I think Clemson's strength is going to be throwing the ball a little bit. I know that just they're built to run the ball, but that, they may not have a lot of success doing that against UK's front seven. Yeah, and the the thing too with Shipley is just his ability to catch passes out of the backfield. How they use him as kind of a multifaceted weapon—that's um, 
that's the part where I think he can be more explosive than Mafa. Um, so I, yeah, I don't, I don't mind that one either. I don't mind that one either. So really, the only one I'm questioning is just Aliri because every time I, we used uh, Aliri uh, passing yards in a single game parlay, it just it always bit us in the ass. But wait, there's more. Overtime? No. <laughs> plus ten. Plus ten thousand. There's my five. There's my five same game parlay. Minus ten thousand, right? Uh, minus. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was like, wait, uh, what? Man, plus ten thousand for no overtime. I'm slamming that. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think the game goes to overtime. But so those those are the the five picks. There you go, John. That's plus eight fifty. Uh, twenty five pays. I, I would thirty eight. I would maybe consider adding the Clemson team total under, um, which I would think would be around like 20. Um, I, I don't have it pulled up right in front of me. But the this is a good def, this is a good matchup for the Kentucky defense, I think. I mentioned their running backs are both five and a, over five and a half yards of carry. Clemson has the worst yards per pass attempt in the ACC at 6.2. It, that. They they go tempo and they go a little fast at times and that that is stress Kentucky that that's really my only concern because outside of that where Kentucky's vulnerable is when they go up against just excellent playmakers on the outside at wide receiver Clemson does not have that they lack those explosive athletes so I um I, I think this is a pretty good matchup the offense has been underwhelming in the first year under Garrett Riley. Um, who they expected to come in and revitalize things. And I think Dabo's kind of put the handcuffs on him. It's a familiar narrative we've heard around the Blake Blue Nation at times. So I um, ultimately think that this is a good matchup for the Kentucky defense. I think this game is more about what can the offense, how much are you going to get from the Kentucky offense, right? Like how good is this Clemson defense with so many players Opting out, are the receivers able to take advantage, or is this another situation where, um, you know, their backups are still awesome too? The defense is the defense, because um, either way, it feels like it's going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, just can Kentucky create the explosive plays and not turn the ball over? Clemson is, I think, second in the ACC in interceptions this year with 14. So they've been, they've been in passing lanes, but you know, once again, those were guys who aren't aren't going to be playing today. Um, Seed so. lean under, Roush? Yeah, I, that was my first bet I made on this, and I think I got the Cats at seven. Um, and as, at the start of the show, it was plus three and a half. So um, a, lot, a lot of late money coming in on Kentucky in this one. Probably because people were just watching ACC football. I'm like, God, why would we walk to the window and put any money on a team from that garbage conference? Wow. You heard it here first. It's garbage conference. A coward's conference, even. 502-414-1450, the Thornton's text line. Uh, all right. So, Scoots, I think we've gotten the morning grab-and-go text. Correct. Yep. All done. Now do we just have the normal text line? Normal text line. Yeah, and it starts where it says Friday. I believe. Oh, I think we finished yesterday. think we finished yesterday. Okay. Good deal. Uh, a texter says, Salt Lake City Brian here. I don't. I don't there's any way – I don't think – I guess that's what I think he's trying to say. I don't think there's any way you can give comeback player of the year to DeMar Hamlin over Joe Flacco. Uh, I, I'm afraid you may be right. I'd agree with that. 
It's pretty I mean, insane. Joe Flacco. Remember when we were talking about uh, <laughs> we we were talking about uh, all the quarterbacks that got mentioned after Rodgers got hurt that the Jets should, should go get, and people were like, <laughs> Joe Flacco. Like, come on, never. And then here are the Browns just getting Joe Flacco. Now, it obviously works better for the Browns because they have a legitimate offensive line. And that's what Joe Flacco needed, right? Like he's a statue back there. He needs protection. But it is it is wild that Joe Flacco is taking the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs. That that long jersey just got it Flacco added to it, and it's it's not like it's not a bad thing. It's actually a, a good thing. Maybe the best thing they've done. What if they like won the Super Bowl with Joe Flacco? Oh my gosh the the Joe Flacco elite conversation. <laughs> The, the Browns are like a well-constructed roster. They're a good team. Just the only thing that they had been missing for the most part was consistent quarterback play. And can... They gave a terrible contract to somebody and somehow we're getting away with it. It's kind of like uh, the 49ers drafting um, the, the one kid uh, whose name escapes him now, Trey Lance, and then walking into Brock Purdy in the seventh round. It's kind of what they're doing with Flacco. The 49ers always luck into a quarterback. Browns. I mean, you, you're, you're a Green Bay Packers fan, TJ. You can't talk to me about lucking into quarterbacks, all right? Like, even Gordon well, Love is pretty damn good. And the, you're you're like the Steelers with coaches and quarterbacks, right? You've had three quarterbacks your entire life in Green Bay. I don't want to hear it about quarterbacks. While there is something to be said about Green Bay's long withstanding great run of quarterbacks. Once you have a great quarterback, you have a great quarterback. And Green Bay did luck into Brett Favre, but they played the game with Aaron Rodgers. They were right about him and they deserved the long run that they got. And in the in that stretch, admittedly, as a Green Bay fan, we only got two Super Bowls out of the whole deal. And Rodgers only went to the one, which was unfortunate. Man, that 2015 Seahawks NFC championship game. That one still gives me goosebumps, Roush. I, I absolutely hate that one. The 49ers don't have good plans, and they don't have – like, they, they just luck into it. They luck into it. We're smart about it. Oh, that, that's what it is. You didn't <laughs> – And they were strategic about Jordan Love, although I think the it's not I, – I don't think it's set to say that he's going to have a long run at quarterback yet. He may, but I also think he potentially could not. <sighs> to go either TV. way on that one. Is hey, this going to be nice having uh, we get like an NFL Sunday and then uh, a little bit of New Year's Eve football, um, which I think they're splitting up between college and NFL, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct on Monday? The college playoff is on New Year's Day. Correct. Like but five, it, five and then 830, which 830. For the offensive shootout one, come on. It's going to be like 2 a.m. Yeah, I know. It's going to be great. Um, last excuse to stay up late. I don't we're think not we... doing, we're not doing a show that morning, are we? No, heck the no. Second? The yeah. second, yeah. That yeah, was the no. plan. Yes, we're doing the that show. That was the plan. Why? <laughs> because we need to get it's the second. You know, it's back to business. No, why? No, nobody <laughs> goes. No, people don't go to work. Everybody's back at work the second. How many people are working right now outside of us? Not many. Today? Not many. 
Yeah, I'm, wor- I'm working today. I think most people are working today. Well, you're you're making bad life decisions, buddy. So wait, we have no. Not everybody's got the privileged blogger boy lifestyle. Where the blue collar life, you got to go grab your lunch pail, <laughs> ring the bell, and head on in. Oh, your Bud Foster lunch pail. I I have worked. Have you ever actually had to like stamp a time clock before? Uh, no. We signed in on a computer. Like, I had it wasn't to like an actual. Like a scary machine that, like, Same. you know, made, made a loud noise. It was actually quite the thrill. It was a lot of fun. Even then, like, everybody knew it was super old and outdated. So it was a good time. Can I just say the NFL can eat a. Oh, oh wait. Never. Ne- okay. Like, never true. mind. All right. I take it back. But we got to watch your freaking Packers going into the ball dropping. Like, what do you I mean? Don't... That's great. That's awesome. No, they... Everybody loves that. You got to hammer the over, though, right? Like, they aren't stopping a nosebleed. Oh, my heavens. 43 yeah. and a half. No. Oh, is that the over under? Yeah. Oh yeah. Load up. I mean, Green Bay season. <laughs> horrible. Hold on. Yeah, forty three and a half. Yeah, I got to get to that right now. Ralph Stanford. <laughs> like, I guess you know the only thing that I should be happy about is like in the NFL, there's a lot of zigging and zagging. So like, when you expect something, usually kind of like something different happens. So like, this would be the game that Green Bay's defense steps up, but that that seems like a low total. I mean, Green Bay should hopefully score twenty four at least. I would hope, yeah, I would hope that we flirt with 30, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, but 24, yeah, I think at minimum. By the way, Roush, to answer your question, I do not believe we have NFL on Monday. Yeah, no NFL on Monday. No. I, I was getting my 31st and 1st kind of mixed up. Um, but, yeah, uh, so it's NFL going in. And I'm not going to like it because all of my great memories of watching great games going to, into the new year are all college football. Um, you know, my neighbor had a big party last year, but I just didn't go because I was so locked in. It's like I could see the party out my window, but I was watching the Georgia Ohio State. Is that who it was when they kicked the ball? Like as the ball was dropping, that was awesome. Uh, Johnny Football playing Duke in the Peach Bowl and David Cutcliffe. Uh, that game going into the wire, I was at Two Keys watching that, and it was just like, well, I guess we're staying at Two Keys for New Year's. We aren't going anywhere else because this game's awesome. At the, the fun college football bowls, uh, that's my connection to New Year's Eve. I don't, I don't, Packers Vikings. Am I? Am, what are the stakes there? Oh, the Vikings might get the seven seed if they win. But uh, Green Bay can get the seven. What do you mean? That's like basically an elimination game. And there's actually a scenario that Green Bay can still make the playoffs. Hey, no. suck it, pal. Suck no. it. They absolutely can. I know the Steelers can, but I don't want to see e- those teams suck. Both what do you of mean? them. Green Bay is an exciting young. No, team. they're not. If, they're if, garbage. If, if the, what are you talking about? If the stars align and Matt Lafleur ever decides to actually coach a good game, watch out for the pack attack. They beat the Lions and the Chiefs back to back weeks. Let's not talk about what happened the two weeks after that. Let's not talk about them nearly collapsing. Losing against the Panthers. Leader. Yeah. Well, they did. They did. They beat the Panthers. So, but they almost they needed a comeback drive at the end, right? Well, they they did blow like a fourteen point fourth quarter nine eight minute lead. Yes, but <laughs> they won. And all is well that ends well, as we say in the Green Bay football Man, business. I I'm sorry. I just I, the video of the edible mascot came up again, and I just like. I know we talked yesterday about bowls used to matter more. And now they've just gotten really silly. But man. No sport deserves the silliness more than college football because it is so stupid. Like it is, it is a dumb, beautiful sport, and I just, I, I want more of that today. I want silly today. I would. 
Let's get a live gator at the Gator Bowl. Get Seriously, it out there. Can we – come on. Uh, let's get Mark Stoops wrestling a gator after mm -hmm. the game. That, that's what we need. Or I, a, a gator I bet, because fried I gator is good. you could get Dabo to – you could, like, provoke Dabo into wrestling somebody. <laughs> you know, remember the office where uh, Moe's has to wrestle Ryan? He's going to wrestle his fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan has to wrestle his fear, and it's actually Moe's just like, and he's like, literally, wrestle. I think you could, like, trick Dabo into that. Only That would be good. That would be good entertainment. The only downfall is there's no Gators in Jacksonville. No, excuse your line. No. I, I lived there for six years, and I never once saw a single – I saw more Bobcats and Wild Hogs than I did Gators. Oh, you saw Wild Hogs? Oh, yeah, they're everywhere around Jacksonville. <laughs> What's crazy is on I-10, they have a sign. I'd never seen this before. They had a bear crossing sign. It's like, I, I, I think of a lot of animals in Florida. I do not think of bears. I saw a bear in Oldham County once. Florida bears are tiny. A, a real a real bear? Yeah, nobody believes like a, me. A man who, you know, a bear. Nobody believes me, and I understand. I probably wouldn't believe somebody if, if they said it, too. I mean, if they looked but, like you, too. Yeah. But afterwards, like, I was, like, Googling, and there was an article that was, like, a bear spotted in Oldham County. I was like, oh, my gosh, I saw the same bear. It was not in the same area that I was in in Oldham same County. Bear. Oldham County's a, pre a pretty big – well, like, it wasn't in the same location. <laughs> it wasn't the same location. The bear wasn't spotted in the same location. But it was the same it, bear. It had to probably be the same bear. <laughs> I mean, how many bears are there in Oldham County? Uh, Tony or Bolu? <laughs> but it was Ooh, pretty crazy. I was heading down to like Neville Mead in that like windy road. And I was like, man, that is like a huge dog. And it was running. And I was like, that is not a dog. And it was like a black bear. Pretty sure. I believe you, TJ. I mean, yeah, let's go. That's all I needed was scoots. <laughs> Affirmation. Uh, to get me through this. All right, a texter's texting in a story on the Thornton's text line. On Snapchat, John Wall talked about how Darnell Dotson never went to class, and as a consequence, Calipari would make Dotson sit in a chair at half court while the rest of the team would have to run 20 suicides. Same thing would happen with Cousins when he would throw a fit during practice. Cal would make the team run into Marcus Sit, said the team would get so ticked at the players i think it's hilarious and a full-on great scoop on snapchat yeah I, that is something my coaches used to do and i never got it like I, it, except for ours it was if you missed a free throw like it was a free throw shooting competition thing and then everybody else ran and you didn't and i get that there's some peer pressure there but i i don't know i just i always thought that that was a little on the foolish side my guess would be, as a coach, you're probably like, hey, they're running anyways because we need to get their butts in shape. Let's put some pressure because in basketball, there's pressure. So, like, the pressure of don't let your team down. But but I think their end game was you're going to run anyways because we need to do some conditioning. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just the whole – I've under – that is a common practice of man who does wrong isn't punished. Everybody else is. Um, I've just always like, no, I, I, I just punish everybody and, you know, like make him run too, sort of deal. No, it's a, it's a technique and I'm sure yeah. some people probably, probably don't love it. Uh, I, I, when, but I, I hated coaches that just made you run for running sake. 
there's a purpose behind that, at least to like get your teammate to get their butt in gear. Because basketball, just like any sport that has teammates, is a team sport, and you need everybody to be on the same page. And that's just a form to try to get everybody on the same page. But Roush, and, and you probably you were the same way. Anybody that played sports for multiple years probably had coaches that did things differently. But the coaches that would just make you like run, like, hey, here's the running portion of your practice. I always hated that. Like, let us play pickup. Or do like two on two full court or three on three full court. Like let the running be in the basketball, not just the running and the running. Let Or if you want to do that in the summer and just do summer conditioning where it's like, hey, run around the track four times, whatever. But when you're doing practice, it's just a waste of time to – have people run up and down the floor for 10 minutes of practice. It's lazy coaching. TJ, I, could, I couldn't agree more. I never really understood why our cross-country coach made us run. It, it always ticked me off, too. <laughs> I wasn't there for running. You were there for <laughs> smooching. That's right. You, Little Joe, who's the other people at Home Alone? Little Joe wasn't getting anything. He was running. He was He was a runner. <laughs> I was doing the Home Alone bit, uh, but I forget some of the other names. Is is Roush frozen, or is he just no, really in? No. Oh, sometimes you just really never can tell with Roush. He he yeah. does do the thing where he will like literally not move for a minute, won't blink even. I'm, I'm a mover and a talker. And yeah. speaking of a talker, sports talker, obviously, Roush, you're talking. Got into the UK football video. Oh man, uh, so. W- Peeling back the curtain a little bit, um, it was one of those things. Yes, so you know you, we get here all day. As soon as I get here, it takes thirteen hours. Start working, go to bed at like one thirty. Get up five hours later, do the show, write uh, a post, shower, get on the road, write something. Like it was like boom, 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 bam, 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 and then somebody was like, "Hype, hype videos here," and I'm just like cussing under my breath i'm hungry there's no coffee at the press conference i'm tired and i'm i i didn't even like i i think i turned it on and like had the volume low didn't even realize it until two hours after i put it on the website that that was my voice because it also didn't really sound like my voice either but they they put some affectation on it where it's like like they they put like a I don't, I don't even know what you call that effect, but it sounds like almost like it's a, a, a waters over it and you're coming like up out of water. Um, so I was like, wait, that, I guess that is me. It's like, Oh, I did it. And, and then I realized like, man, I, I wanted to sound cooler. And when I made the highlight video, maybe I just don't sound cool. Maybe that's why they haven't used me in the highlight videos. Cause I rarely sound cool. Um, but still kind of neat. So hopefully I'm not a jinxy cat. That's that's what we're really hoping for here. Need to win big so that we can set a good precedent here. Like, well, if you put Roush in the hype video, then you're going to get you're you're going to play better. Facts is facts. Scooch, did you play it? Uh, yeah. Let me get it pulled up real quick, and I'll get it played. Uh, I mean, we spent two and a half minutes talking about it, and Roush couldn't have like given you more time. Well, I know I was I was really stretching it out there. I mean. All right, suck it, guys. Here we go. will participate in the 2023 Gator Bowl in Jacksonville, Florida. Playing Clemson in the Gator Bowl.
But can they hear it? Like, can anyone hear it? Kentucky football. It's different. I'm, I'm down. Man, I, I work don't stop here. Going over the air. You got one more chance to go yeah, battle as a team. That's good, too. You got one more chance to put them pads on right. for the Big Blue Nation. You got one more chance to bring home the hardware and lay it all on the line. The whole time. I, 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 I talked like two seconds. We don't need to play the whole thing. <laughs> All right, it went over air. I guarantee it. Did I? Did, how was my voiceover work? It's great. That's all I heard. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sounded like you were underwater coming up. We need to take our last break, don't we? <laughs> we do. All right, let's do that. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call, coming up next here on Big X Sports Radio. Meet me in the trail. It's going down. Meet me in the mall. It's going down. Meet me in the club. It's going down. Anywhere you meet me, guaranteed to go down. Meet me in the trail. It's going down. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back. One final segment of 2023 on Kentucky Roll Call, Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Uh, it was embarrassing yesterday picking Lucy up. We sent her to – we've had a, like a weird daycare schedule with her for no other reason besides like we just wanted to kind of spend time with her and do stuff. And then yesterday we were like, well, she, we think she misses her friends. We'll let her go back to daycare. And she had a blast, and I think we made a good decision. But when I was picking her up, I was, like, taking her stuff for the weekend, Roush, you know, that you, like, bring home to walk yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And her teacher was like, oh, will she not be here tomorrow? And I was like, oh, yeah, gosh, it's Thursday. I was like, I'm all turned around on my weeks. And it really, it's probably with UK playing at noon. It's like, oh, UK playing at noon, that wouldn't be on a Friday, would it? That'd be on a Saturday. So my whole week has been way off. I was like, oh, yeah, she will be there tomorrow. I was like, I, I've got my days turned around and I put my stuff back and I like grab Lucy and I'm heading out and I'm like, all right, we'll have a good weekend. And I'm like, Oh God, like I did it again. Even just like 30 seconds later, I just did it again. I felt like such a goober. Um, But yes, it is Friday. One final segment of the year. What a 2023 it's been. Scooch, say one thing that you've been appreciative for this year. Um, most definitely the move to the new studio. No doubt about it. It's been such a blessing to have everything working, working internet. You, you know it's a place you can rely on to get good internet when your internet at home is struggling. We found that out today. So, yeah, I'm just I'm so grateful for the move to the new studio. That's a great an- that's a great answer. That's a well well said. You know totally, what I'm totally agree. There were a couple speed bumps along the, the way, but now everything is running smooth and you couldn't have said it any better. I'm I'm really grateful for chips. <laughs> Wildly addictive chips from Salsaritas. They're simply the best. Um I like them best with their fresh guacamole. Um they're their queso is wonderful too, and their spicy salsa. Get some salsaritas today to watch the Cats beat down the Tigers from Clemson in the Gator Bowl. They've got two convenient locations. One has drive-thru in Middletown, and the other one's nice, easy in and out. Hubbard's Lane in St. Matthews. Download the app before you go to save even more when you eat at Salsaritas. Salsaritas, it's simply the best.
Yeah, it's so good. We love it. Yeah, salsa readers. Woo, salsa. Yeah. Nick's been pretty. That's not sent. If, if that's not sent, cut and sent to Salsaritas, I, I don't know. See you later, Tony Benetti. <laughs> Hope you enjoy learning to speak Moe's, buddy. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Text on into the Thornton sex line 502 We've got a, a few texts to get to. We'll do like a year in review sort of deal next week. We, we'll After have the plenty, new year. Yeah, we'll have plenty of days to to kill before UK gets back to playing basketball. It'll be fun to get back and, to, and have reaction to the bowl game and whatnot. But we'll have we'll, – you got to let the year end, right? Like things can still happen. What if Devin Leary throws for 1,000 yards in just a few hours? Wouldn't we do that near like one of our top performances of the year sort of mm-hmm. deal? So. We'll wait to do that, and we'll have plenty of time to do it next week. But we don't have a ton of time left for this show for this year, and we need to get to the Thornton's text line before we give our X's and O's and predictions and previews and stuff like that. So uh, the John Wall story, thanks for sending that in. Bull season has been an absolute hoot, or may I say premium gasoline, says one texter. Premium gasoline. Um, just got to fuel that tank right the right way. That's what B-Rob taught us. What did he have? What did he end up having for breakfast yesterday? Oh, let's see. I'm sure it was delightful. Another as Not a prediction, but I hope Cortland Ford is the MVP today. We need answers at tackle. It's a good point, and I, that, that's why I don't think necessarily losing Flax is a bad thing because you you need to know what you got there, um, and that. That was my thought on uh, the Toledo running back who included UK as a finalist. I don't really think that that's, uh, you know, I'm not. Why would he go to, why would Kentucky take him now? Why would he go to Kentucky? I think they want to see what they've got from Chip Trainum in spring practice before they, they make a decision on whether or not to spin um, on another running back. Yeah, I saw I, the Toledo kid. Yeah, that, I, th- just, I found I found that to be interesting. That, that's what I mean. I I think maybe they kicked the tires early. He's going to Louisville, and they just told him to put UK in the thing. Oh, okay. you know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. People, it, that happens quite a bit. You want the hats on the table, sort of deal. Yeah, you always got to be. You got you always got to be cautious of that. But he he seems like a nice runner. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's productive. Um, it just it feels like a odd. Uh, Oddly timed decision, because um, yeah, they're look, look at some more players, but I, I I would think that they would wait and see what Chip could offer them before they went out and got another guy. Um, Kentucky is uh, they do have their sights set on an offensive tackle though. Uh, Xavier Bosley is a six foot five, three hundred fifteen pound kid from Jacksonville State that is uh, expected to visit in January. So he's from West Virginia, also visiting West Virginia and Pitt. Kentucky's kind of the outlier there. Seems a little on the light side for an offensive tackle, but hey, Kentucky needs bodies. If you can get an offensive tackle, go get an offensive tackle. Well said. A texter on the Thornton sex line says, is UK down in the portal for this round? So kind of touch on that right there. 
Yeah, and the and I think it's key. Like, like there's like three waves. We did the first one. The second one's after the bowl game, and the third one is after spring practice. So, um, yeah, they'll they'll get a couple on the next one. Um, it's really funny the people who saw. I just I, I love people on our mess that pay to be on our message board to get our insider information to ask us expert analysis. And then when we tell them, like, why do you think this Barstool account knows something I don't know? Or why do you think ladies of BBN know something that I don't know? Like, they're just putting stuff on Twitter because it gets engagement. Like, come on. Julian Fleming ain't talking to nobody, dude. Yeah, you, whatever rumor it is, it's just Should we? Whispers. Are, you, are you saying follow ladies of BBN? I, God, I, can, I hate that account so much, man. It's so weird. I think, they, a, I think they blocked me. I blocked them, but it's such a weird con. Like, let me tweet hot pictures of girls in Kentucky gear to high schoolers. It's just yeah, they they. I think they blocked me because they they didn't. He didn't like my pictures. Well, it, you aren't a lady of BBN. <laughs> it is super weird. You know that person's just probably very old. I mean, not that it really matters. Right, but it's like a 40-year-old white dude. It's that. Yeah. Uh, Texter says, TJ, we got to get your internet fixed. Call Spectrum and tell them to check the node, nod, no day. Supply in your trunk. I wouldn't be surprised if their green shell cover is half off somewhere in your hood. I feel like all of them. In my, I, I walk the dog every day. I feel like all of them in my in my neighborhood are like halfway off. And somebody was definitely messing with the one in my yard, my neighbor's yard. It's like right on the property line. Uh, if you know what you're talking about and you know how to fix it, just like swing by. Swing, just swing. Like I won't, I won't tell anybody. It's like I'm gonna, you know, if, if I see somebody just messing with that in my yard, I'm not gonna go out there and stop that person. What am I gonna say? Like, do do you know what you're doing there? Yeah, I'm with the company. What company would that be? I don't know what the, that thing is for. So um, I guess you're right. I could call Spectrum, but it, can you just do it? Do it for me. Yeah, Thank and you. also calling Spectrum. It's like going exactly. to the DMV. You know, we've all seen the South Park episode. <laughs> Which, by the way, just had South Park on the other night. Hadn't seen it in a while, but it's hotel room. I don't really know how to work the guide, and it was the uh, it was the Yelpers one um oh, that's a good one <laughs> that's a, oh man south park just real funny stuff real funny stuff uh texter says quick cue life on the line fight to the death 50 yard line at halftime are you wrestling Dabo or a six foot gator i i need to see like the the cut of the jib of the gator just see what we're working with there um, yeah I, I need to the see the looks of it because it could be thinner but I, I think I'd probably take Gator, but I, I'm beating, I'm winning both. I'm I, I, for me, it comes down to experience. I, I just had more experience wrestling a little twerp like Dabo. So, you know, it would be a lot, be a lot easier because I, I know if he goes low, that I just kind of guillotine, get in the chokehold, and boom, there we have it. Whereas like a Gator, I haven't really felt my way around. I, I feel like the texture of the Gator too be real rough and, a little unsettling, so yeah, I'm 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 taking Dabo. Let me let me break the tie here. 
I was apt, when I first saw this question, I'm more apt to go with Dabo because I feel like I have a better chance. But I think in the end, I would go with TJ and wrestle the Gator because it's going to be a lot tastier to eat after you defeat it than Dabo. Yeah, but have you ever eaten human? It might be delicious. No, nah, I think I'm good on all that. Scoots, Dabo's kicking your, your hiney. Yeah, right. He's a godly man. He wouldn't want to punch me. It's against the Bible. No, with no. life on the line and like you're wrestling, so he's a competitive dude. Oh. I think he'd be I think he'd be tougher than people think. He no shot. Lives he lives in a football facility. I know he's not like the the prime human physique in the world, but he's he's got dad strength as well. And I I, I think the gator would be I mean, I'm I'm beating Dabo, make no mistake about that. But I, I think the gator would be easier though. I mean it's a it's like a it's a reptile. And I weigh Definitely, I, I don't know how much a gator weighs, but I'm not little. I'm taking the gator. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> you just as just like I won't beat Dabo, you won't beat a gator. So we'll we'll call it even. I will beat a gator. No shot. Somebody sent in a picture, I guess, of the six foot gator. That's the cut of it's it's Jim. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no problem. Look at that oh belly. It's got like it's got it's got like a tiny little mouth, like. You know, if it gets attached to me, then yeah, I'm in a little bit of trouble with whatever body part it gets. But like, it's not going to eat me. The thing is, always... probably just even if it like gets a hold of me, I could just beat its head. In, I mean, well, I don't, I don't want to get descriptive about how I would de- kill a gator at the 50 yard line. I mean, Peter's not listening. Just, um, a, just a few days before the holidays, no. But point probably... being, I promise you that gator is not taking me down. So if a 50 yard line is advantageous because there isn't yes. water involved, that, that, that part is important because they're much faster on water, but gators are, um, they're deceptively fast, fast on land. Yeah. yeah like they're now it's short bursts, but they're, they're, they're pretty fast. I love of, that. We've spent, I love that we've spent uh gator ball preview. Could you wrestle a gator? <laughs> That's what it's all about, though. That's that's why we love it. Thanks for texting into the Thornton's text line. All right, let's get into the game. I've gone back and forth on on this one for for UK. Um, initially, have always kind of felt great, and then unfortunately, as the game has gotten closer, I've gotten a little bit more nervous. UK is going to have to be able to throw the ball, Roush, because I don't think you're going to. First off, I think they're going to have like a a pitch count on. Ray Davis, I don't think it's just going to be like the feed Ray, go out there and do whatever you have to win sort of deal. I think they're going to be – he has how many times has he brought up that he wants to get tape out there for – Ramon Jefferson needs more tape. So, you know, he's going to get some carries. And he's been running hard too. He deserves some carries. But I just don't – if they were just – if it was like win at all costs and Ray was willing to get 20, 25-plus carries, maybe it would be a different story. I don't think that's going to be the case. So, Devin Leary's going to have to throw the ball – uh, I hope he's going to be able to do it. We're going to need the receivers to not have drops. They they were pretty solid for the most part in that Louisville game. They were really good. More of that. If they do that, I think UK wins. If UK's offense just doesn't really seem to be clicking and you're going into halftime and UK only has like three, six points, something like that, then that's pro- you know the writing's probably on the wall at that point. So want to see the offense clicking early playing well. I don't get too caught up with the tempo stuff. Make sure you're just moving the chains and 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 finishing drives ideally with touchdowns. That that could be a big thing too. We could look back at this game and just say, "Hey, the team that 
that settled for field goals ended up losing versus the team that that punched it in just a few more times. But big game from Devin Leary. I'm excited about it. Go Cavs. Yeah, and and that's uh, – I mean, I've, I've said it already, but a, a lot of it to me comes down to how – how many of those big time throws are we going to get from Devin Leary? You know, can they connect with Barry on brand for those explosive plays down the sideline? Uh, rewatching, I mean, just, just go back and get fired up for this game by watching the highlights from the Louisville game. That pass to Dane Key in the end zone, beautiful. The, the pass to Barry on Brown, set up race touchdown, beautiful. Uh, the throw, I mean, he made some some big time throws in that game, and and that's, that's what you need in moments like this, especially with a really good front seven. Um, I think you're going to be prepared to see the Cats eat some runs where it just it feels like they're smashing their heads against the wall. Um, they'll probably get behind the chains some. Uh, is it odd that I think the special teams, in a, in a game like this, special teams can be such a huge difference maker. Um, get in field goal range for Alex Rayner, right? Hey, punter, let's not do the thing where we have bad punts. Hey, Baryon, let's – Will they kick it to Barryon? That would be awesome. Please kick it to Barryon. Let him get a couple returns in. Because um, in a game like this, where it feels pretty even, uh, the special teams can be a big time difference maker. So go out there, uh, make some big plays, make some big throws, and have some fun. I, the, the, I, one thing we haven't discussed yet, TJ, Devin Leary's been. A, this is his fourth ball trip. He's never played in a game. He was hurt for two of them, and then UCLA canceled like a bunch of cowards 24 hours before the Holiday Bowl back in 2021. So he's never he's never actually got to suit up in a bowl game to end his career on the sideline where he once lost to Kentucky when he was injured. To be playing for Kentucky against the Clemson team he's beat from before, this could be a full circle moment for him. I just I hope he rises to the occasion instead of you know maybe getting a little tight and trying to do too much because you know. That could happen, right? You you could you you could you could be uh, not stressing, but uh, um, what, what, yeah, pressing. There we go. Like you, you could have that happen. So just go out there and make some big plays, Devin. I, I was going to ask you all earlier, and I completely forgot. What's Tom Leach going to do? I know he's going to be on the call for football, but is there any football. possible way he can do basketball too? No, no. He can take off an Illinois State game. They'll be all right. So who's yeah. going to call basketball? Darren Hedrick, who's their okay. uh, women's basketball baseball guy. Yeah, I didn't know if it was going to be possible for him to get to this from the stadium to the airport, maybe get like a private flight up back to Lexington. I didn't know if that would be a thing or not, because that would be a really fun day from a broadcasting perspective. Uh, you'd be exhausted. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> uh, I Normally, there's some bets that I like, and then there's just things that I call gambling, where it's just like, you know, why not? Um, I did Demi Sumo, two touchdowns or more, at plus 3,500. You never know. Why not? Uh, I just threw some money on him and Ramon Jefferson to score two two touchdowns or more. Uh, actually, Will Shipley scored two touchdowns or more. I don't think that's totally out of the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I did first touchdown scores, Ramon Jefferson, just in case they're like on the one and they're just like, you know, he's he's a bruiser. He can go get that tough yard if need be. Um, you may think that they would just do Ray, but yeah, potentially. Uh, and then Will Shipley, first touchdown scorer for Clemson, plus 550. That's pretty good juice there. Uh, again, do I think those things are necessarily going to happen? No, but Roush, that's what I call the old gambling. Uh-huh. And then the basketball side of things, uh, I just business as, as usual. I don't think Antonio Reeves, you know, he had that huge game against Louisville. It's Illinois State. I, there shouldn't be bad blood there. He went there. He was successful there. Obviously, he had better opportunities. He was going to go somewhere else, but 
I don't really expect this to, to be a close one. I don't expect it to be a tight one. Um, UK should roll. What was the line? 22? Mm. 20. 20, 20 points. I think, yeah, I think it's going to be probably right around there. Uh, maybe, you know, there's going to be stretches where UK probably looks great. Others that they don't look so good. That's all I've got on basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Antonio Reeves going to shoot a lot of shots, but take him, man. This is your time to shine. I don't know if he's going to make them uh, all. Um, I would be a little weary. I haven't seen his point total, but I'm sure it's like 19 and a half, and I, I don't know if I would take it or not. But it'd, it'd be nice if he could ball out against him, but I don't, I don't know if he will. I'll take the Cats to win 21-20 in the Gator Bowl and 77-57 in the basketball game. Everybody have a happy new year. Thanks so much for listening in 2023, whether it was every episode and every day or it was just one near the end. Thank you. We'll be back on the second, as much as Roush may not like it. This is Kentucky You'll Roll be Post. back. I don't know if I will. Roush, safe travels, getting home. Enjoy the Gator Bowl. No cats. cats. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. It's a party, it's a party, it's a party. It's a party, it's a party, it's a party. Now my partner on the partner, oh my partner on the drum.